This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's get more perspective then on the proceedings yesterday. I'm joined now by Professor Richard Calland, Associate Professor in Public Law at UCD. Thank you so much, uh, Prof, for joining us uh, via Zoom this morning. You know, I wonder, the credibility of this process, I mean, is it compromised when you have the kind of thing that happened yesterday where an entire section of the proceedings has now had to be expunged from the record? Or is this just reflective of a robust um, a process where the candidates are having their feet put over the flare or fire, um, so to speak? I mean, in the absence of clear rules about, or is it in, uh, due to uh, the absence of uh, clear guidance and rules about the type of questions that are acceptable and or not? A very good morning to you, TT. You're raising very important points. I mean, this is an extremely important appointment, isn't it? And the head of the judiciary, as we've seen in the last 10 years and beyond, is an extremely important position in terms of not just leading the constitutional court, but also heading the whole judicial arm of government. You need somebody who's a very good jurist, a very good lawyer, but also a very good leader, a very good manager. So it's a very good position, very important position. Um, And so the process that delivers the outcome and has to be one that the public can trust, it seems to me. Mm. And I think you're, you're absolutely right to say, and to put this question to your to your reporter, if a member of the public was watching this week and had the time to watch all of these four mm. interviews, they might think, well, the process is a bit dodgy because, in fact, uh, different candidates get treated differently. Mm. Now, of course, we're not dealing here with an appointment of a, a sort of, you know, a clerk or a administrative clerk or a, 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 a HR position or, or something like that, where it, it's it's very tightly drawn, the job description. These are judicial appointments. There needs to be some flexibility and free range. Mm. But the, the, the JSC, unfortunately, has history on this. It has a track record of being very inconsistent and very erratic even in the way in which it handles different candidates and so that does create a a level of unfairness Mm. and then you've got the additional factor yesterday with this uh, frankly outrageous attempt to uh, smear uh, the character and the reputation of the of of, uh, judge president uh, Mm. uh, Lambo by introducing this rumor and it's not an allegation there's no evidence it's merely a rumor Uh, of sexual harassment against him. And as your reporter rightly said, there is a convention, well-established convention in the JSE, that some things like that, such allegations, if they even amount to allegations, will be raised beforehand so that the candidate knows that he or she is going to have to address that. Mm, mm. And yesterday... Um, Judge President Lambeau was was denied that opportunity, and he was a he was ambushed by essentially the EFF representatives on the JSC, mm-hmm. Julius Malema uh, and Dalian Porfo, and mm-hmm. and frankly, it was it was totally reprehensible, totally unfair, and I can only assume that the the motive behind it to character assassinate in that way is mm-hmm. is frankly due to kind of personal stuff that's happened in courts. Uh, over the years. Just a quick one on uh, on the makeup of the JSC. I mean, we know that there are members of uh, political parties represented in Parliament. Uh, there's various members of the judiciary also that make up. What, what, what is uh, the breakdown of the, is it 23 members of the uh, commission? 
That's right. And, and um, Titi, thank you for asking me that. I think that the public uh, needs to understand the, the constitutional design, the institutional design of the JSC, which, uh, by the way, I, I broadly support. I think it's a clever design because it seeks to bring in two, uh, essentially two bodies of, of expertise and uh, legitimacy. One is the law, the law, the legal profession, including judges. The other is the political class and political representatives. And the idea is that through those political representatives, the people, the public, yeah. will have a voice and a say in this process of, of appointing uh, judges. Very, very important. But there will also be the lawyers who know the profession, who know the issues, and who know, uh, in a sense, what the job uh, mm. terms mm. of reference are. Mm. So here's the other thing as well about what's uh, been unfolding over the last few days. is uh, the, I think each candidate has to answer a question about uh, South Africa's readiness for a female judge, uh, chief justice, or I mean, that if that is an imperative, it seems to me. I mean, for example, the question that was put to Justice Mnambo about how him becoming chief justice will advance uh, um, transformation in the sense that the uh, representation of women on the uh, you know, on the JSC, it, it seems to me like an impossible question for a man, you know, that, that there's very little he can say um, to say that I can advance, uh, uh, you know, the agenda of transformation as a man uh, when we haven't had a woman in this position. So it almost seems as if surely if that was uh, what uh, the JSC seeks or what the president seeks, he, then we should have had more women being put forward so that we can emerge with the best woman for the job. I mean, it's a man versus one woman now, three men versus one woman now. Well, two things here. Firstly, TT, the question that was put to uh, President of the Supreme Court of Appeal, Mandisa Maya, who is the, mm. the second candidate who was interviewed two days ago. She's a woman. Uh, she's a, the most senior woman in our judiciary, uh, and she's advanced further than any other woman. Mm. But the question that was put to her, which is, is South Africa ready for a woman uh, to absurd. justice? I thought was absurd and incredible. I mean, this is 2022, not 1922. Uh, and, and, and to put that question was, was frankly sexist. Yeah. And it put her in a very difficult position. I mean, what she should have said was probably a series of unprintable, uh, unutterable uh, things. But she can't do that, of course. She's yeah. a very polite uh, candidate for, for a senior position. And, and it was uh, quite, quite absurd, frankly. Mm. Then there's the second question, a much deeper one, a more important one around transformation. And of course, uh, you know, this is a national conversation, as we well know, and different candidates can advance transformation in different ways. And, and yesterday, for example, um, Judge President Lambeau said, well, look, look at my record in terms of the people that now serve in my court. And he advanced the numbers and showed that right. now it's 50-50 in terms of men and women. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Richard Callan, for your perspective. I appreciate your time. It's a pleasure, TT. All the best. Cheers. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.